Before I get started today, I want to ask a favor. As you listen, if you like what you hear, please leave a review and share the episode. If you want to discuss anything from this episode or any other, you can reach out at the Strive, Seek, Find page on Facebook or to at ChanceWhitmore5 on Twitter. Thanks. If you've ever turned on the radio while driving your kids to school, to sports talk radio, mind you, and have the first phrase involving an arrest during an orgy, you know exactly how fast you can move. Welcome to the Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm Chance Whitmore. Yeah, that happened. It happened about a week ago, and it wasn't my proudest hour. But this experience has put me in a mindset where it's made me think about my commute a bit and how it impacts my almost 10 and 4-year-olds as they consume media alongside me. Whether it is podcasts, sports radio, or even music, I realize I am less aware and careful of the media I'm sharing with them in the truck than I am at any other time in their day. So with that thought in mind, let's get started. Now to set the stage, it was an average morning, out the door, headed to school. I'm listening to the kids talk. The radio is on, but down solo, you can't hear it. Backseat, four-year-old is singing two or three lines of a song on repeat and repeat and repeat. You get the point. My fourth graders going through discussions that start with, my teacher said. She was worried, concerned about her interactions with a couple other kids. And I was helping her think through that. Side note, parents, I know this is a huge surprise, but if our kids don't work through problems and we just continue to rescue them, it just makes them more dependent on us when the time comes from them to actually handle something. But I digress. But we get through it, and it's been quiet for a couple of minutes. So I turn the radio up. Just in time for something to the effect of, 85 arrested, naked, no masks, as a part of an apparent orgy. My stomach drops. Oh my God. The radio can't be turned off fast enough. I'm stabbing at the radio like I hated it from the old neighborhood. For clarity's sake, this wasn't a local call-in show when somebody run in their mouth. This was a nationally syndicated show, which generally means they don't go outside the lines. It's safe. This was not. I breathed for a second. I waited for the reaction. And my 10-year-old comments, Daddy... They weren't wearing any masks. I continued to wait, waiting for the next question, realizing my response choices are limited. My first choice, I can play dumb. I don't know what that word means, but it sounded rude, so I turned it off. With that daughter, this one won't work. She will look it up at school, and when the filter catches us, I'm going to get a visit. The next choice. Make something up. Lie to my kid. Yeah, they were fighting. Fighting, that's it. And pray she didn't catch the word naked because it creates some uncomfortable questions. My third choice is the complete cop-out. 
That's a great question, honey. Why don't we table it till we get home and you can and mom can discuss it tonight? Obviously, I was going with number three. I'm going to go ahead and apologize to my wife right now because that was my best option. But the question didn't come. So I agreed. Yes, they should have been masked. I breathed a huge sigh of relief and didn't turn on the radio the rest of the way to school. While the sweat just poured off of me. But other than going, thank God, I really didn't think about the experience beyond the fact I had dodged a bullet. Until about a week later. Same show. I'm a slow learner. They're bantering. Mocking the sidekick slash engineer is just part of their shtick. And with football being over, this is increased. It's noise. I'm listening for analysis, but it doesn't bother me, so I leave it on. Partway through the drive, my daughter looks at me and asks the question, why are they so mean? I turned it down and explained this was how they did their show. Well, I don't like it. They are bullying him, calling him dumb, and making fun of his weight. She was right. So I turned it off, told her good job, and we went the rest of the way to school. And as I thought about this, I remembered Christmas this year and flashed back to how a family tradition went down. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. When not one, but two of the girls looked at Amy and I halfway through and said, Santa is a bully and only wants Rudolph around when he needs him. Needless to say, we've started looking at traditions that need to die next year. Let me stress, I am proud of my kids for showing empathy and compassion. They have their mom's good heart, but it has me reconsidering my thinking. Because as soon as it was pointed out with Rudolph, I caught it. I was living in nostalgia land again. Amy and I try to explicitly teach and then model how we want the girls to interact with the world. That sort of works. Explicit teaching without modeling gets you to the do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do part of parenting. Modeling how to treat others solidifies what you're trying to do. But this has taught me, if you're not paying attention to the media you are consuming, don't be surprised by getting some interesting results. At home we do. We pre-watch what the kids watch, pre-read, and generally monitor what the kids are consuming. And yet, I didn't ever consider what I was listening to in the morning. It's radio. It should be fine. So I'm rethinking morning transport podcasts. Most of what I listen to is either boring to the girls, they haven't seen the movies, they don't understand the themes or the like. And while I want them to understand and do share things like hardcore history, I tend to be selective. Explaining the rape of Nanjing to a four and a nine-year-old is just not developmentally appropriate. Music. I can't do that much in the morning if I do not want to drive into the ditch. I'll fall asleep. And talk radio such as it is tends to be all politics all the time. 
and I like talking politics with the girls as we ask and answer questions together. I do not want to deal with talking heads telling them what and how to think. Basically, I'm considering my solutions. And most likely, some combination of those things are going to come into play. And yet, I'm also wondering how to make these moments less about me. I listen to the girls when they want to talk about something in the morning. I don't probe as well or ask questions of my own. It's a lost opportunity when I choose to instead listen to the news on the Carson Wentz trade debacle. I've got a limited time to spend with the, the monkeys. The oldest already rides with mom now. And I'm about a year away from closing the book on transporting the nine-year-old. I guess my question for all of you is, how can I make it better? What would you do or what would have you done? I'll share out answers in next week's episode. Shoutouts. This one's on me. It was absolutely negligent to not mention the support and shout out my wife for the amount of help that she gives me getting this off the ground. Her encouragement, she looks over these before I record, is the first person to listen to them to make sure I haven't gone off the rails. Thank you, honey. This would most definitely not be happening without you. Next one. Thanks to Charlie and Zach for continuing to support and make suggestions on how to improve. This whole process takes a village, and I appreciate mine. Worth mentioning. First, an update on last week's worth mentioning. Perseverance is down and operating fine. I've seen video that had sound on it from Mars this week, and I understand that the helicopter drone is charging. This is exciting stuff for science, and the high, hardcore science nerd in me thinks this is extremely cool. I'm looking for a clip of the video to share with you on the Strive, Seek, Find page on Facebook. This next shout-out speaks to the cartoon and comic geek in me. Robert Kirkman is most famous now as the creator of The Walking Dead. But once upon a time, he did this comic book called Invincible. I loved it. I got on the train late, so I only brought it in trades. But today, the trailer dropped for the new Amazon Invincible cartoon series. And boy, does it look like it'll hold up. The animation is comic book appropriate. There's top-notch talent doing the voices. And the epic scale that it requires is, is already evident in the trailer. While this definitely will not be kid-friendly... It will be worth checking out. See the trailer now. That's it for this week's episode of Strive, Seek, Find. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. It really helps. If you had feedback or ideas, please out reach out to the Strive, Seek, Find page on Facebook or to at Chance Whitmore 5 on Twitter. Until next time, keep seeking your own brilliant future. Have a great day.